Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. Oh, God, the big Jubilee's coming up, and I don't know I if Lizzie's going to make it. Why? There was a mid-air emergency on the Queen's plane. Oh, that would be a fancy plane. Oh, it looks like a fancy plane. In fact, 131065 is our number if you've ever been involved in a mid-air disaster. There's a picture of her plane here. It's got four engines. That's a very safe aircraft. Lizzie, this is your captain speaking. Things aren't looking good. Remove your teeth, buckle your seatbelt. We're going down. (laughs) Um... Stop. She was heading back to London from Scotland on Tuesday ahead of the uh, big Jubilee celebrations and was forced to delay its landing. They had to start doing bloody loopies in the air. Oh, there's a picture of the um, flight path here. She's done about nine loops there. Yeah. Which, which is pretty normal when you're coming to land at Heathrow because <laughs> it's so bloody busy. But Well, there was think... a massive lightning storm oh. and they were scared of landing the plane through the lightning storm mm. in case Lizzie got the shock of a life. Mm. So it had to circle in the air, which I've had that once and it just happened to coincide with the one time we were upgraded to premium economy. And they were like, we're going to have to circle. And Lou and I like, we can Happy circle days. all day. But suspend drink and food service. I know, that's That's annoying. when things turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know planes are actually built to be struck by lightning. I was once on a plane that was struck by lightning. I mean, they're struck by lightning all the time. But what, if, you don't know? If All the time in the really? sky. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if... Um, if you were very close to the conductor, so I was coming in to land once and we were coming through the clouds, obviously where the lightning strike was beginning yeah. and so it hit, they, they shouldn't do that, but they obviously didn't know. It was like the loudest explosion I've ever heard and the plane lit up. It felt like all the lights turned on and off. Oh, no. Um, and I looked, you know, I don't know, does anyone else do this when you're in like a scary plane situation and you kind of just lean out into the aisle to look at the flight attendants to see if they're, they're panicking or not? I normally do that thing where I wake up from a deep sleep and move my arms everywhere <laughs> and then just play it cool. I kind of looked out to see the flight attendant and even she was like, <gasps> and I was like, oh, gosh. We, well, we were going down. We were descending to land. But it was the loudest explosion and when we landed, uh, the pilot did say, ladies and gentlemen, s- sorry about that. <laughs> we were struck by lightning. It is a very common occurrence, but I absolutely appreciate how terrifying that would have been for everyone. You know and what everyone... would have been worse for Lauren? Did people clap when you landed? Because I don't think you'd be a fan you know of the clap. You know what was really bizarre? No, I'm not I'm not a fan of the clapping. Oh, the clap. The we clap. got a clapper. No. No. No, n- no. no, don't clap ever. No. It's so awkward. It's quite funny when people clap when you land on a plane, though. It's like we shouldn't be celebrating that we're safe. We should. That should be a given. You don't do it to your Uber driver when they get to the city? My girlfriend, though, was once on a plane. You know how they say, keep your seatbelt buckled at all times in case we hit unexpected turbulence? And you think, how bad is Come it? On, like, you just kind of get yeah. rattled. She was on one of those planes. That they, hit, they must have hit, like, an airstream or an air pocket, and the plane just dropped. And everyone who didn't have their seatbelt on literally hit the roof. And it was during <laughs> meal service. Oh, so no. everyone's meals hit the roof <laughs> because it was this unexpected drop in altitude. And so then they had to have their seatbelts on for the rest of the time. And she said she had this, like, two minute noodles situation <laughs> and it hit the rope and then she for the rest of the flight to Bali she just had to sit there with like the noodles dripping on her head because they were all just attached to the roof and all the food was just like falling off the roof for the next hour until they landed. You didn't it was put your terrible. mouth under it and try and No, catch well it? I think some people because you can like you, if you drop like they smack your head on the roof you can really terribly terribly injure yourself. Bloody hell Everyone getting little bintang singlets at the airport to change into when they landed. The Jason Lauren Podcast. We were just talking 
mid-air emergencies. And I was just uh, remembering, it was a couple of years ago. No, I'm not getting choked up. I just choked on my sandwich. Um, Captain Richard DeCrepney was a Qantas pilot. He was uh, flying the A380 when the engine exploded. What are you laughing yeah. at? I'm just laughing at the way you say engine. Engine. Uh, I think there was a... There was pieces of the plane which were discovered in random sort of, I think it was off the coast of Indonesia. Yeah, and then people were reporting on that saying the Qantas flight had, had gone, gone down, down, Yeah, which is oh, crazy. But it hadn't. No, it hadn't. Those um, pilots are extraordinary. He needed to turn the plane around and land it. And I think what blew me away was he explained how they have to make the announcement to the people on board. And how calm oh. the announcement sounded because there was a passenger that was actually filming it and posted it online. Take a listen. Once we're on a safe trajectory and the aircraft was stable, Dave made a public address and I said, Dave, when you make this, make sure you use the words, you are safe. I do apologise. I'm sure you're aware we have a technical issue with uh, our number two engine. Uh, we have dealt with the situation. But the aircraft is secure at this stage. We're going to have to hold for some time whilst we do... Um, our load by uh, dumping some fuel and a number of checklists we have to perform. But uh, as you can, I'm sure you are aware, we're not proceeding to Sydney at this stage. We're making our left turn now to track back towards Singapore. And uh, as we progress with this, uh, we'll keep you informed. At this stage, everything is secure. The aircraft is, uh, is flying safely. And we'll get back to you very shortly with further information. Thank you for your patience. Oh. I don't mean to pick Dave up there, but he never said you are safe. He said the aircraft is safe. He did say the aircraft is safe. Yeah. Captain you know, Richard was quite clear, though. And mechanical huh? faults. I mean, is that... But what are you going to say? a bit more going no, on. No, no, Hello, no, ladies no. and gentlemen. One of the engines has fallen off. Let's hope for the best. <laughs> like, no. Good on him. Those aircrafts are incredible, and they're made to fly with these issues. And the dumping of fuel is so that if you land, there's less fuel on the tarmac if Well, that was the out. thing. He went on to say, once they landed back in Singapore, that was the easy part, because then the big fear was, yeah, the fuel on the runway and how they get the passengers off. We touched down at about one and a half feet per second, and we stopped 150 metres from the end of the runway. The fuel was pouring out of the wings on the ground when we stopped faster than it was pouring out in flight. And we had hot brakes, we had an engine that wouldn't shut down. All it took was one spark and you guys would have blown up. Yeah, now it was a 30 degree day and the kerosene has a flashpoint of 35. In the same way you can get a spark walking over a carpet to a lift when you touch the lift button, yep. just walking through the kerosene will create sparks inside that kerosene. And so to have passengers walking through kerosene on a hot day is phenomenally dangerous. Okay. I don't want to hear this stuff. I like that flight investigation shows my worst nightmare. I watch so them on, on flights. <laughs> no, you don't. You're I have a, before. You are You're a psychopath. An absolute sicko. <laughs> What, yeah. while you're eating your whatever you're eating? <laughs> Those little sausage rolls and pies they serve these days. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's terrifying. But, you know, these people are trained for how, these instances. How calm is he? That's what blew me away. Yeah, like but to be just... a pilot or, an, you know, being an air traffic controller is, I think, one of, known as, like, the most stressful job you can possibly ever have. And there's a shelf life because you are in control of so many people's lives. Yeah, yeah, that's not a job you want to be rocking up hungover. Oh, no. That's a, that's an extraordinary story, though. And everyone got home safe and well. Everyone was safe. Everyone was okay. Would have been like Jesus walking on water running over that care to get off the plane, let me tell Very you. Very uncommon occurrence for anyone else who's yeah, getting, no, no, getting ready good. to get You're heading out to Tullamarine this morning. That happened years ago. Everything's all safe. Years Enjoy your flight. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.